want to close this retreat by talking about trees. Trees are very important. The great fast began with the story of Adam and Eve. And we remember what Eve said to the serpent. We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. It is only about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden that God said, you shall not eat it or even touch it or you will die. As we journey through the great past, we begin to understand the life that Christ will give us in his resurrection. You've all heard the story of Adam and Eve. And people like to guess, what kind of tree, or tree was it? And usually we see pictures of Eve holding an apple. But it was not an apple tree. Actually, the book of Genesis tells us that in the middle of the garden, there were two trees, two. Genesis says, out of the ground the Lord God made grow every tree that was delightful to look at and good for food. And the tree of life in the middle of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Two trees, tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The tree that Eve ate, ate from was from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And this, of course, might puzzle us because we might think, what's wrong with knowing the difference between good and evil? That's not what the Hebrew means, however. The tree is a symbol and to know good and evil meant that Adam and Eve wanted to decide for themselves what is good and what is evil and not listen to God. For God in his loving kindness tells us what is truly good and what is truly evil. So the serpent deceives Eve with a very big lie very big lie. He tells her, your eyes will be opened and you will be like gods who know good and evil. That is to say, who can decide what is good and what is evil, all power. In reality, God had already revealed what is good and evil. And here we see how evil a lie can be. But as I mentioned, the two trees, and the two trees were bound together. And so eating in disobedience for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Adam and Eve were also deprived of the tree of life. And death entered the world, God telling Adam those terrible words, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. 
So Adam and Eve eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And we are no longer innocent. Every time we sin, we make the decision to decide for ourselves what is good for us. Because you don't sin because you think it's going to be bad for you. You sin because you think it's going to be good for you. And we ignore God's warnings. So sometimes we sin with impurity. But there are many, many ways to sin. Anger, envy, injustice to others, lying, cheating, stealing. And even St. Basil notes for us. He says, St. Basil the Great says, when someone steals another's clothes, we call them a thief. Should we not give the same name to someone who could clothe the naked and does not? He says, the bread in your cupboard belongs to the hungry. The coat unused in your closet belongs to the one who needs it. The shoes rotting in your closet belong to the one who has no shoes. He says, the money that you hoard up belongs to the poor. All of these sins bring death. All of these are eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now trees remain important all during the Old Testament before the coming of Christ. When God destroys the human race, we hear today begin the, begin the story of Noah and the great flood. The sign of reconciliation at the end is when the dove comes to Noah carrying a twig from an olive tree. Later, Abraham meets the Holy Trinity, which is revealed in the form of three angels that appear to our father Abraham. And where does he meet them? Underneath the great oak of Merah. Our Lord himself compares the kingdom of heaven to a mustard seed. He says the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a person took and sowed in the field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, yet when it is full grown, it is the largest of plants. It becomes a large bush, and the birds of the air and the sky come and dwell in its branches. Jesus tells us that our lives are like trees. He tells us, every good tree bears good fruit, and a rotten tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a rotten tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. So when our Lord Jesus Christ comes to Jerusalem to suffer his passion, he curses a fig tree that does not bear fruit, even though it was not the season for figs. 
we too live a life of faith. So that like a good tree, we can produce a crop of virtues. In the middle of the fast, however, we find consolation. The exile of Adam and Eve for the tree of life because of their sin is now reversed. Remember, two trees. Because Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they were cast out from paradise and could not eat of the fruit of the tree of life. Jesus did not do this by bringing us back into paradise, but instead by bringing paradise to us. This coming Sunday on the Feast of the Holy Cross, we speak about the tree of life. This Kontakian is, and I'm using our translation, but yours is probably pretty similar. No longer does the flaming sword guard the gates of Eden. For the tree of the cross has come to quench it wondrously. The sting of death and the victory of Hades have been driven out. For you, O Savior, stood and called out to those in Hades enter again into paradise. After his resurrection, our Lord freed the souls from Hades. So Adam and Eve were turned away from the tree of life. But Christ has opened up the tree of life for us again. And this Kontakian tells us, what is the tree of life? The tree of life is the cross. It is a tree. It's wood formed from a tree. The church hymns affirm this over and over again. The, uh, on Friday in tone two, we sing, on the tree of the cross, you became the second Adam. You have come to find your flock that was lost and to give life to the world. Then in tone three, we sing, on the pine, the cypress, and the cedar. Tradition was the cross was made up of the wood from three different trees. You were lifted up, O Lamb of God, to save those who in faith venerate your voluntary crucifixion. Patriarch Abraham planted three trees, pine tree, a cypress tree, and a cedar to see if God would forgive the sin of his nephew Lot. Lot was ordered by Abraham to water the three trees. He did this faithfully, and the branches grew into one tree. By tradition, this was the tree from which the wood of the cross was made, signifying the forgiveness of all of us from sin. Finally, on Friday in tone eight, we sing, in the middle of Eden, a tree brought forth death. But in the middle of the earth, referring to Jerusalem, which is the middle of the earth, a tree 
brought forth life by tasting of the former the tree of adam and eve we fell into corruption but from the latter we received the joy of immortality how can we taste of the cross the fruit of the tree of the cross is the body of Christ which we receive really and physically every time we receive Holy Communion and as the priest gives us Holy Communion he says the servant of God receives the precious body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins and for life everlasting. My dear brothers and sisters, this is the reality that exists now. This is the true tree that I speak of today. And this tree is God's gift of life. We also see this in the parable of the vineyard. We do not only receive the body of Christ in the consecrated bread of Holy Communion, but we also receive his blood and the wine from the chalice. We know that wine comes from grapes, and grapes come from the vine. And Christ is the vine of life. The liturgy, of, the liturgy says this in the canon for this Friday. As a holy vine, the virgin saw the cluster of grapes to which she had given birth, now hanging on the cross. So on the same night that our Lord gave us his body to eat and his blood to drink, he told his disciples, Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. My beloved in Christ, we can do nothing without our Lord, with whom we have everything. So I've talked today about trees. Trees are wonderful. Trees give us joy in their beauty. They give us shade from the heat. And they give us food for nourishment from the fruit of their branches. But there is no greater tree than the cross of our Lord, because this is the tree of life. And we, in reality, eat the fruit from this tree as we make our journey towards Lent. And we find in this the gift of life from our Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to Jesus Christ. Slava Jesus Christ.